Hello, and welcome to Weekly Tech, a new technology podcast focused on navigating this digital age with wisdom. Each Monday, we dive into the most pressing and talked about technology stories in order to keep you up to date and prepared for your week ahead. Weekly Tech is brought to you by the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and I'm your host, Jason Thacker. Alongside this podcast each Monday morning, you can receive the Weekly Tech newsletter directly in your inbox that's full of links and the story for the week. You can sign up to receive this briefing each Monday morning at jasonthacker.com slash weeklytech. And as always, all of the links that we talk about will be available in the show notes. This week's big story is an excerpt from my latest book, The Age of AI, Artificial Intelligence in the Future of Humanity, that ran at Facts and Trends. It highlights three steps that families can take when they're teaching their children about emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and how to navigate these things with wisdom. I grew up surrounded by technology. My father worked for a Fortune 500 technology company for most of my early childhood and would often bring home bags and bags of old computer parts, much to my mother's disdain. He would pour them out on the living room floor, and my sister and I would act like we were building robots or putting together sophisticated computers. And we had so much fun with this. We were exposed to a lot of these technologies very early on in our childhood, and I think that served us really well. As my wife and I parent our two young sons, we see a world that's increasingly shaped by emerging technologies and artificial intelligence. Our boys aren't just going to grow up with dreams of building robots like my sister and I did. They're actually growing up with many of these smart technologies right in their home. In our family, we have an Apple HomePod that our sons love to interact with, especially our oldest. I won't say the magic wake word because inevitably my iPad or my iPhone will light up and start talking to me. And as you're talking to these smart devices, I noticed something that was really interesting about my oldest. He would start interacting with this device, but then he would often get angry because it wouldn't understand him or it wouldn't do exactly what he wanted to do. And he would start kind of yelling at it. He would get really intense with it and... His interaction with this smart assistant really struck a chord with me is realizing that he's going to be growing up in a world that is increasingly shaped by artificial intelligence. He's not going to have dreams of robots as much as he's actually going to be interacting with them each day. So many of the toys that fill our aisles and so many of the products that fill our screens are increasingly driven by this smart technology or artificial intelligence. And honestly, my boys will probably be shocked that his mother and I didn't grow up with a robot assistant or these different types of smart assistants, because for them, this is just the childhood that they experience. This is the world that they've inhabited, and they don't really know anything different. But in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic, so many people are starting to realize our increasing dependence on technology and the influence that it's not only having on us personally, but specifically on our families. As our children often are staying at home during this season, as many people are being able to work at home and others may have lost jobs and their incomes, the family is increasingly together. And we're starting to see a lot of the influence and the impact of technologies, specifically smart technologies, on the family. So in this article, I highlight three different kind of steps that families can take to learn about technology together and to navigate this digital age with wisdom. First up is just learning more, whether it's grabbing a book like The Age of AI or reading an article or subscribing to a podcast, learning more about technology and its influence and impact on our society and specifically our families is really the first step in learning and seeing how these technologies are impacting and influencing our families. Often it's the more you know. It's the more you know about these technologies and their influence and impact on your life and that of your family will help to better prepare you to engage these issues and to disciple your children in the way that they should go. 
Next up is to learn with your children. Often we will buy a new piece of technology or a gadget and we will hand it over to our children. We might fiddle around with it a little bit beforehand, but we'll hand it to them and just kind of let them experience it. Often in these smart technologies, many of which are very immersive, when you hand these devices off to our children, they're having to kind of learn on their own. But I think one of the best things that we as parents can do is to learn alongside our children as we hand these devices is not just handing them off, but actually sitting down with our children and learning about how these devices work, what types of appropriate filters and content moderation should we be thinking about what types of influences might these have and help to guide our children the way they should go. Often the questions that you have, your children are also going to have. And so if you're learning about these things together, it's very helpful, not only for your personal edification, but that of your child as they see you modeling what it looks like to love God and to love our neighbor as we utilize a lot of these modern technologies in our home. Often you'll be able to answer questions they have and help guide them in ways to use these technologies wisely. And lastly, I encourage you to be the ones who introduce technology to your children. Often, whether they learn it from their friends or at school, our children are going to be exposed to a lot of the emerging technologies of the day. And one of the best ways we can serve them as their parents is to be the ones introducing these technologies to them, to be able to answer questions that they might have. But if we're honest, that can be a little overwhelming for a lot of parents. So one of the things you can do is picking up very helpful books or resources or talking about these things in your small group and at your church uh, with friends and neighbors to say, how are you doing this in your family? How are you helping to prepare your children to navigate a lot of these tough issues with technology and to do them with moderation and with wisdom. Some helpful books that I found in my family is The TechWise Family by Andy Crouch. It's a really helpful little book uh, that he put together, and he has a new edition actually coming out very soon. And it's just some practical steps about how he and his family navigate the contours of technology in the home. But there's really not a one-size-fits-all approach to technology in the home. But there is one goal in mind, and that's maturity that leads to self-control and empathy. We want our children to follow after Christ as we follow after them, as they look to us to see what it looks like to live faithfully in this digital age, guided by the Christian scriptures of loving God and loving neighbor. And as parents, you're not alone. Not only are there a ton of helpful resources, but often even in our schools and our daycares and in our families and our communities, there's so many people wrestling with these things. And there are many people introducing technology to our children or helping them to use these things wisely. And as parents, we need to be the ones stepping in and leading the way in how we expose our children to technology and teach them to use it wisely. When I talk about exposing our children to technology early, what I don't mean is just handing them a device without restrictions and just letting them figure it out on their own. What I mean is for the parents to be stepping into those conversations, to be learning alongside our children, and to help expose them and help challenge them in how they think about using these technologies. I know of many parents who feel a sense of shame or even guilt where their children are, they don't have a lot of the latest gadgets and devices, and that's okay. Often delaying the approach of technology and the use of technology in the home isn't a bad thing. This is something that we can model what it looks like to have self-control, what it looks like to have delayed gratification. Often in our technologically rich world, there's so much of this immediate satisfaction. And so delaying these devices or the adoption of these devices in the home can really help to train your children in the way of godliness. 
if we're honest, this age of AI can be a little overwhelming for us as parents. And so that's why I encourage you to learn alongside other people, to grab a small group, to grab a friend, to be involved in a group at church, to, to grab a helpful resource and to learn about these things together and to expose our children early on and often so that we can help to train them in the way of godliness and the way of loving God and loving our neighbor. The approach of technology in the home is going to look different for everyone, and that's a good thing because we need to adapt our parenting to our kids rather than taking some system or some book or some steps and applying that to our children, even if it works for others. And whatever you choose for your family, just remember your role as a parent is not to make your children happy per se, but to train them and to guide them and to pursue truth and maturity as they follow after Christ. If you want to learn more about the role of technology in our lives and some helpful tips and tricks about how we can navigate this digital age with wisdom, you can check out my latest book, The Age of AI, Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Humanity. You can learn more at jasonthacker.com AI. Each week on Weekly Tech, we have what we call the rundown, which is four to five different technology stories to help you prepare for the week ahead. First up is an article from The Verge talking about how Google Meet is now available for anyone. As we've talked about a couple times here on Weekly Tech, the popular video conferencing platform Zoom has really taken off during this pandemic, going from just 10 million users to over 300 million users. Google is seeking to capitalize on that growth, especially with some of the security concerns surrounding the popular video app Zoom. Google is launching Google Meet, available for anyone with a Gmail account. This uh, video conferencing platform was originally available only for G Suite subscribers, but now is available for anyone. And it comes with a lot of the same features that make Zoom very popular. You can read more about Google Meet in the show notes. Next up in the rundown is a story from The Morning Brew about how UPS and CVS have announced a drone delivery service in Florida. On Monday, the two companies announced that they'll start using drones to deliver prescription medication to the residents of a Florida retirement community named The Villages. With over 135,000 residents, this Florida mega-neighborhood is one of the largest retirement communities in the nation and can help to be a testbed for future drone delivery technologies throughout the nation. Next up is a report from the Heritage Foundation from my friend Klon Kitchen, who's a senior research fellow in technology. He writes a report about the Apple and Google partnership to help fight the spread of COVID-19. I found this to be a really helpful overview of the technology and how it works, but then also some of the privacy issues and how we can seek to balance these issues of privacy and also the real tangible benefit to public health through contact tracing. I found this to be a really helpful overview, not only of Bluetooth contact tracing, but a lot of the privacy issues at stake here. This is a really helpful kind of report and overview to help us understand how we balance the issues of personal privacy alongside the tangible benefits to public health. The last article in the rundown this week is from The Economist, and it's called Autocrats Seek Opportunity in Disaster. Often with the world distracted and distraught over a lot of this COVID-19 outbreak and pandemic, there are many people wanting answers, and there's a lot of people wanting to say, how do we get through this? And The Economist writes about how this is a ideal situation for the rise of authoritarian regimes that we've seen in places throughout the world, including the nation of China where their people are hungry and the people are distracted and where people are overwhelmed by the 
issues of the day, often people are wanting someone to step in and to help guide them and direct them and tell them what they should be doing. And we see this in places like China, where you have an authoritarian regime who in many ways controls the people and they do this for their own power and for their own benefit. And this article in The Economist helps to dissect this power grab and helps to explain a lot of the issues at stake. Well, that's it for this edition of Weekly Tech. I want to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please consider leaving us a review at iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and to share these episodes with family, friends, and colleagues. You can always find show notes as well as the email newsletter version of this podcast at jasonthacker.com slash podcast. And also, if there's a story you think we need to cover or to share, please email us at weeklytech at erlc.com. That's weeklytech at erlc.com. Have a great week and we'll see you next Monday.